0: There has never been this much talk about uh, a fighter's body transformation, which means it's time for Verbal Tap to show that fighting way easier from outside the cage, though, not always from the, uh, the body shaming scrutiny, which means we're ready, Raph. We're ready to get into a summer episode that is chalked full of divinity. But first, obviously, I'm your host, Kevin, with me, Raph. Raph, how are you?
1: I'm doing very well, sir. How are you doing?
0: A little hot. It's a little warm. It's gotten a little deserty mm. in the desert. So mile high, but doing well, you know, put together a planter box four for five on that run <laughs> We're not a hundred percent success. I could see it being a little tilty. You were at a wedding. Mm. Did people get married?
1: They did get married and I served as a DJ and I did not use air horns once.
0: What about black eyed peas? did you use black eyed peas there
1: was a very firm no thank you and i think they were on the playlist that the groom gave me and somehow we didn't have time for them
0: there is an snl sketch i think on the lizzo <laughs> episode that yes, people it's do very need to go watch about how black eyed peas writes their songs we don't even rehearse these intros. That's for you. But for those no. that have seen it, it is, uh, it's just got to be exactly how it's done. The Patty
1: Pimblet thing,
0: Ralph, did anyone talk about mm-hmm. anyone's weight at this wedding? Did Were there MMA people? I guess so there were...
1: was one person who trained, and did Kelly was Patty's pretty wedding? good about it. Was
0: he like, what he do you think? He didn't. And in fact... <laughs>
1: In fact, I don't know that he watched a ton, but uh, there were two things that happened. One, immediately when they said, oh, this guy trains, he's going to be your friend. And I was downplaying it like, I don't think that's the way that goes. But lo and behold, we did become friends. And naturally, there is a part of you that's like, yeah, I could probably take him uh, because that does happen. Uh, But no, he was wonderfully nice. So cool. Very, very relaxing in terms of. Just a chill person, because a lot of times when people do train, they tend to be very like, whatever, dude, you know, you train, I train. It's just fun. Uh, But I tried to not be a stereotype, because I often tell people, don't make training your whole personality. So by the end of the experience, when he asked me, hey, can I get your number? I was like, yeah, of course. And he's like, um, you know, I'm just going to put you down as jujitsu wrath. And I go, oh. I definitely did talk a lot about jiu-jitsu, so that really was my personality this weekend, and I became my own meme, but in my defense, it was outdoors, I didn't train, also since the time we talked with each other, I cracked my toe, and I don't even know that I told you this.
0: You broke it, really? Like, or you got it good? What, how, what's uh, the diagnosis? You use cracked, it's not official.
1: It, Nah, it was fine. No, I did see a doctor. Oh, and oh, this it was is serious
0: then. Sorry, Raph's not a big but doctor like, fan. Dumb,
1: serious. Dumb, no, serious. No, like, don't painful. Make me that Mexican, is that what you please. mean? <laughs> it's dumb, no, it serious. wasn't even that painful. You know what it was? Is I hit it with the door pretty aggressively. But the good news is, I cracked a part of the nail that just kind of went. And it didn't really injure the toe or do anything. I was perfectly fine. The problem is when that happened, I apparently hit what the doctor called the sweet spot in which blood happened for a very long time. So I didn't feel any major injuries. But one of the discussions that happened when I did hit it, and it was bleeding forever, and it didn't really hurt hurt. I knew like eh, it's gonna take a while for that to grow back. That's just annoying. Is I had to hear him say Oh yeah, yeah. You should be fine, but you should probably not train for a few days. And I was like, so no open mat on Sunday? No, I wouldn't suggest it. Okay, um, would you say I'd be able to roll by like Monday evening? No, dude, take a few days off. I was like, ah,
0: fuck. Here's the great so, news for you. Yeah, everyone's mm. gonna assume it's a jujitsu injury. They're not going to assume.
1: Just I wish
0: lack of focus door problem. And that's nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's so annoying, Kev, because I also comedically, so I did take the time off. So when I was out for the wedding, you know, I tried to wear some open sandal kind of things, but it's <laughs> in a park. So we were outdoors and inherently I dropped a few things on the toe and I was like, this is not the time. And It was fine, but people kept asking me about it. I was like, honestly, it doesn't hurt. It's just if I train on it, it's going to bleed everywhere, and I'd rather it not do that. But, yeah, the the foot definitely looked like it went through, like, a death match or something like that, but it's just annoying. So I, I have started going back to training recently, and it feels fine. It's just every once in a while you feel a little bit like, ah. But for the most part, I was able to do everything. So, yeah, Kev, I'm surprised I didn't even tell you. You know, that's probably how mad about it I was because there was no place open. So we had to go and waste doctor's time. Uh, You know, like it was annoying. It was dumb.
0: Speaking of annoying and dumb. I don't know why mm. Misha Tate lost that fight. I'm calling it a protest. <laughs> I'm putting a massive, I'm oh, no. I don't know why she lost the fight. She got beat up pretty good. It <laughs> you know, not a great night for her. Still out partying all weekend. Raf getting, ironically, great mm-hmm. cupcakes, right? She always does that. But some good dinner shots, just out with the crew, finding shades that match the black eyes. Because I, you know, you're watching fights, you casually see it, you're like, oh, headline. Misha gets beaten up, and then you just click over to her social media, and it's like, snapshot, post-dinner, feeling grateful, and you're like, well, she sleeps fine. <laughs> it's always a fun yeah. part of this. Weird night with the Ortega thing. Shoulder w- went out again. Yeah. I guess it's, I say again because it yeah. felt like everyone knew the story before it happened, and then as soon as it popped, and it's like, this shoulder's been hurt since 2016. sideline for 19, and they started to do the whole th- <laughs> Before, and it obviously had been hurting him before. It obviously came into the fight injured, it seemed like.
1: Yeah, I, I always love when people downplay the injuries and then bring it up in a way that makes it seem like, oh, you didn't know? Oh, and especially if it's Anic, that's like, The shoulder has been out since the early days of the Yankees back in 1929. Jeter was out partying with him, Ah. we think. We're not sure. Knoblock was there. Things got out of
0: control. We should do more, John Anik theorizes why someone's broken. We'll get to that.
1: (laughs) So you should know that. I do want to bring in some breaking news, and I don't even know if you know this, but um, it was announced that Vince McMahon has retired.
0: Oh, sure. <laughs> was it announced for him by him who announced it?
1: Um, mm, uh, it was out in a statement. He tweeted something very short and sweet. Oh, and then, then I think the dubs whatever. put out this something. Is,
0: OK, so he uh, Tom Brady retired. I get it. He wants the storm to pass <sighs> so he can come out. <laughs> there is no I know very few things in absolute, but I Ooh. know that. Egotistical maniac," said with the mm. greatest of compliments for what he was able to manifest himself into, is not going out without one of the greatest wrestling parties the world has ever seen. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> so this is bullshit. So, me- I get it. Love the strategy. I'm out of mm-hmm. here. What are you? What are you going to do? Tackle a 77-year-old? It's like, yeah, the president's 90. We know what you're up to, older people. We know. We know you're living till 90 now. We get it.
1: So here's some timeline that I think is important to this story. The first and foremost thing that we should discuss is the fact that Vince, I guess, had the allegations brought to the board back in March. WrestleMania was the first week of April. So imagine, the board says we're going to do an investigation. We don't hear about it until May, late late May, some uh, point uh, right on there. <laughs> because they waited so long. That gave Vince enough time to main event night one of WrestleMania. Have one last grand hurrah. And then once the allegations come out, just make weird appearances. Where he'd just be like, ladies and gentlemen, ah, ah. Here's John Cena. We just walk out. And that's it. So you realized you're like, oh shit. Yeah, he knew it wasn't good. He was going on a last hurrah tour. But it amazes me to think that Vince, knowing the heat is on him, his staff probably telling him, hey, Vince, this doesn't look good. And him going, I know. <laughs> that's why you're going to put me as uh, the main event of night one of WrestleMania. And people go, Right, but it's really serious. Oh, okay. He's serious, too. We're going to put him on night one of WrestleMania. And that's what they did. And that's what made the round. So if you're doing the timeline, that's a pretty funny exit strategy where they go, hey, man, you're probably going to be X'd out of this whole thing. We don't like he even has all the voting power in the company. He had some ridiculous amount of shares where everybody else combined was still less than maybe 60, 70% uh, of the voting power that he has. So in some hysteric world, you're looking at this and you're thinking a couple things. First, Stephanie McMahon is going to take over as uh, a co CEO with Nick Khan, who's been the businessman who's brokered deals with NBC universal and Fox and has really gotten them a good amount of money. But if you're Stephanie McMahon, you think two things. one, I got to share this. Like, yo, I thought I was just going to get it because I'm family. And two, um, Nick Khan has not gone through a table and I've definitely been put through like three tables. So what the fuck is this guy done to become CEO? God damn him.
0: I can't speak. To, I don't, you've already lost me on any of the side, nor do I care that much, but I still, I am a little shocked we lost Vince
1: it is weird we've never really lived in a world where Vince wasn't in charge so it is going to take some adjustments I would like to point this out before we go back to UFC matters which is I have looked into tickets for Wrestlemania because it's coming to SoFi next year and I have realized I need to do a lot more privates in order to afford that. Because I saw how much they were starting to char- charge for these things. And I thought, oh, maybe I got some money for this. Um, some of the packages that they have. And again, it's a two night ordeal. So you can go to one night. But who's going to do that? That's dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I'm basically giving my paycheck to the WWE. And I wonder this. Because Vince is going out, can we get a promo code that's like Vince for Hoes, uh, uh, D's Nuts, something that we can celebrate Vince and maybe get like 20% off of these tickets? Because that'd be great if we had a promo code. Just saying.
0: Back to MMA.
1: Where are we hitting? All right. You brought up the fact of body shapes and oh, really embracing it the media's yes.
0: coverage of patty has been insane the sheer amount of pictures I, see, I get it like it's really cool but it's it feels a little weird even the footage is like check out sean patting his belly now that he's got abs mm-hmm. and there, just see mike uh is that the most is this an exciting new shtick we're gonna see like i've just never seen it about so you know hair color Maybe look, but Mm -hmm. this is the first time I've seen someone use their ability to get pretty chunky to their heel defense.
1: Yeah, but he's trying to turn it around to the haters. He's saying, how dare you fat shame me? I'm in shape. I can do it, but I hate it. But here it is. Also, here's my ass, because he did moon the entire press row. Love it. And when he did it, he brought out a cheek thinking he looked like the copper tone girl on the sunscreen. So it was a little, little strange. And then to make matters worse, Kevin, what he doesn't know is that he has picked the perfect dance partner because Jordan Levitt, friend of the show, uh, especially on the grappling hour side, he is somebody who is known for twerking. So earlier this week, when they said, what is your game plan? He goes, um... Knock him out, win, twerk, go home. And I've thought about this. That's about a succinct of a strategy that you can share with people, honestly. Jordan is actually a really good fighter. He fights out of syndicate out here in Los Angeles. Or I'm sorry, Las Vegas. So it's not somebody who's bad at MMA. He could be a spoiler. It's just... Talk about weirdest headlines from a fight where it's how dare you guys shame me. Look at these abs and my ass. Oh, yeah. Take this. I'm about to twerk in that cage after I beat your ass. Well, here it is. Okay. I do
0: hope he wins. He needs to. Otherwise, this will just be really have been boring. For nothing. Yeah. It's been a lot of his uh, because he's just not the first fighter. I mean, I feel like this is a little bit and maybe we're misremembering some of our, our friends of past, but like, I get that his body changes a little. He doesn't have his pronounced a chin, but BJ Penn used to go through quite a transformation. Matt Hughes mm-hmm. uh, certainly. Well, I'll just name more people. He fought Matt, Sarah, that little, mm-hmm. that little area. There's a lot of people, right? There was some puffy Diaz years. I'm just saying, yeah. Sometimes fighters get, but I get that he takes it to the extreme. It's awesome. But Can I just say this? Better okay. With the, fight.
1: the thing that I think astounds me the most in this whole dynamic is the fact that Patty just seems early. Talk about him was that he was a new Conor McGregor. And if anything, it just seems more like we're in such a deficiency without Conor McGregor of that personality that we go, what do you do? I get fat, and I make you feel bad about it. It's also really
0: a shot at hair color. That doesn't even get our radar anymore. There's not a hairstyle you can do that will really capture people's attention.
1: No, and I mean, listen, dude. Except I
0: have a suggestion for you when the Diaz thing comes up. Oh,
1: God, we have to talk about the Diaz thing.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what we're leading up to. Don't worry. That's the reason people have to listen to the podcast today.
1: You know, what's weird is that I was about to message you and say we needed to do an emergency episode because you had Nate Diaz out there saying free Nate Diaz. Like it's almost like Britney Spears, who at least had the class not to hashtag free Britney, but Nate Diaz going like they're holding me hostage, which I still think is the best phraseology I've ever heard from a Diaz brother who holds a Diaz brother hostage. Kevin.
0: Uh, not me. <laughs> I thought it was only their drive to triathlons, but I guess <laughs> now it's also the UFC. I, li- I like the pettiness when people are in contract negotiations now where it's like, I am basically in indentured servitude here. It's great. It's- and he got what he wanted, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Finally got, this is big because, well, we're just gonna- we can skip right over. Nothing about the fights tomorrow night are as exciting as what what this is coming up for. We'll see. We'll see if Patty proves me wrong. This is unbelievable to me. Nate Diaz gets prime time. He gets this person that this is the Khabib effect. Some people just get a heightened status now from their training camp. It's great in MMA. It's something that's awesome, and he's certainly earned it. People keep saying this is, oh, Nate Diaz is going to end up in the hospital. It's like, have you ever seen Nate Diaz fight? Even when he wins, it doesn't look good. He's always, he is paper thin on the forehead. So not worried about his safety, really excited about his bank account. And then I get to see him one really fun last time, I think.
1: It's depressing because it went from free Nate Diaz to RIP Nate Diaz. So a lot of people were very concerned and I tweeted out something to the effect and it brought me no joy because it's actually, I don't know, Kev, it's Sad in the sense that you think to yourself, there's no better option. And I get that he's a draw, but if you look at the records, this fight makes zero sense. So we're really doing it as a retaliation for knowing your value. So if anything, I like to call this fight America the Great, semicolon. What have we done?
0: Uh, It's not a bad, just generic title for Mm. the weekend currently going on. For those not aware, Mm. Diaz is now officially scheduled. And this is, I don't know if it's his biggest fight, right? Mm. But Shimeev, Kimev, Kaimov? Hazmat, Uh, let's just go with first mm -hmm. names here. Kazmat Mm -hmm. and Nathan are fighting. Kazmat's been a really top draw. And again, it hits at that the UFC has constantly been stealing from Vin Diesel. Mm -hmm. What he understood about the fast franchise take it international, get to Brazil, get over to Japan. People are going to love it. Tokyo, you're not just get out there and you get to travel. The UFC is fast probably becoming one of the most popular. Ever, even you're not seeing this type of Eastern European glimpse until you start seeing Eastern European athletes thriving in the NBA. Now Denver somehow has this huge Slovenia following, which is great. Mm. Mm, Serbia? I'll have to look. Sorry. I think it's Serbia. How did I say it? Slovenian or Serbian nightmare sounds – one of them sounds way better, Raf, and then the other is what it is. Mm international fight crew. So this gets Diaz who gets, uh, and I'm going to reveal what I think he should do. I think he gets into the haircut. Now that I've seen the physical attributes or what you do to push a fight boundary. (laughs) I think he gets a middle finger shaved into the back of his head. Just super clear. Like the outline of a Vegas skyline with the middle finger. Boom. The Diaz is what people are going to be asking for at the barbershop ref. Hmm.
1: That's a fair assessment.
0: You're never going to be able to do a slap. Before the slap, it was the middle finger. Mm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool haircut.
1: Kev, but still, how are we watching this get actualized and not trying to intervene? Like, everybody says, yeah, sure, I want to see this. I don't. But I'm happy that Diaz has a going out fight, sure. And it does appear that he was the one asking for the fight, which I still don't know how they were talked into any of that. I don't know any of these narratives or how they work, but I do know the absurdity of, you want what now with the who? No. No, I think, I think you're good, dude. I don't think you need to do this fight. Thank you, though, for offering.
0: They'll, they'll figure out a way to mess it up. It's not till September 14th. I already told you. It's not happening. of <laughs> the least reliable that. fighters in history <laughs> for showing up to a card. I love Nate Diaz, but it is flip a coin until I have seen him at the weigh-ins. And we'll know, especially if we get the UFC embedded a little earlier this mm. year than or earlier this card. But it's great for them because they've got nothing going on except fights every weekend for a month. One FC has been a little on their corner. Just a little. Not now. Now they get to ride this. This has been way more popular than the fact that they have Curtis Blades fighting, I think, in London soon.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting. The London card is going to be super early in the AM, so just be prepared for that, everybody.
0: <laughs> just this crowd. Everyone's like, yeah, we'll don't. Are you kidding? <laughs> but this gets me back, ref, to why London time if Mm -hmm. they make so much money ESPN wise, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they do it in ESPN time where it makes more sense or they just not care?
1: Um, I think we owe the Brits one or whatever we call them. I don't know the English.
0: Okay. This is like when we send the Jaguars every year.
1: Yes. Yes. It's exactly like that. And in fact, I think we got away with a lot without, Having to send anybody during the pandemic that now they're kind of like, hey, you owe us some backlogs. And we go, ah, I really don't want to send you guys shit. Ah, fuck. OK, w- uh, what's Patty doing? He's a thing there.
0: Can we can we get him thin enough in time to make that a thing? Can we, and can we cut the weight if his only job is to be a professional fighter for five months? I think we can. <laughs> my gut my get is we can.
1: Blades. Do we want to send him? Curtis
0: Blades. They were doing a whole thing about how this is one of the emptiest times in sports. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a real shot at the UFC. Who's like, well, we have 87 events planned during that time. <laughs> it's like, Well, no one cares. It's not going to get covered anymore. I turned on first take being like, this will be it. No, nope, Kevin Durant trade rumors. It's like, oh, yes, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's hypothetical location is still more pressing than anything Patty can do right now.
1: Yeah, the fact that on my thing it says here, UFC Fight Night, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. I'm not even going to be at open mat at that time, so I guess I'll see most of it. I don't know. I'm very confused. And the more I'm looking at this, the more I'm realizing, oh, right, we're doing the whole Amanda Nunes thing next week against uh, Pena, their rematch. And then, I guess, what else are we getting Glad
0: you mentioned getting... it. I need mm. to look at the schedule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pena Nunez. That was on ABC.
1: Uh, well, the some prelims will be on ABC, yes. The actual fight itself is going to ask for your money, please. Monies. Well, some but, good
0: people on this card.
1: Um, I do want to bring up Oh, something.
0: Moreno. Oh, fuck. Okay.
1: Yeah, Moreno is definitely... Pena... A draw. So Benya that's. Kenya Noons.
0: And okay, Raph, what do you think? This is fun. This is a fun game we don't do ever. Can you guess mm. the lines for me? I'm staring at them. I don't know if you are. What Amanda Nunez gambling odds are in this fight?
1: Is she the favorite or is Massively she? Massively
0: the favorite. Okay, good. She is minus 300. Okay. I don't understand that at all. Brandon Moreno is minus 200. I fully understand, but okay. Fascinating. What do people know that I don't know, Ref, Because now I've got that feeling being like, I don't want to lose out on Juliana Pena twice. Yeah, I don't Remember know. when we did this? I lost money on Rousey. <laughs> I know <laughs> I did because I was like, fluke. She just got bored. Nope, she was done. She was completely washed. It yep. was Rocky Three on the beach all over again. And yep. that might be where we are here.
1: God, you talking about Ronda and the Rocky equation now. Really makes me excited for when she opens up her own restaurant and regales all of her guests with tales of her time fighting.
0: The food sucks. Food is not great. No. There's beer.
1: There is beer. I, I honestly, the fact that we already had a July pay per view is astounding to me because that was their big, massive hey, this is our big card of the year, International Fight Week. And I think with Izzy on top of it, It did maybe about 400,000 buys, which is not great. So, you know, the remedy to that, have another pay-per-view in the same 30 days.
0: And hope for the best. For you and I, it's a real, it's tough. Because Mm -hmm. Drew Dober's fighting for free that night on ABC. So we get to see the main event.
1: That is true. I am happy for Drew. And Drew's, ooh, actually, I got to replay that episode. That's a good idea. Thank you, Kevin. Just talked to him last month. Dude's doing well. And minus 230. And he should be. I'm Good not going to call him
0: a heavy favorite, not with those abs. Yeah. I am no. going to gamble on him.
1: I think I told you this, but you know when he showed up to the interview and he didn't wear a shirt, he was like... He should.
0: He shouldn't. But,
1: but <laughs> when he was... I more, was asking him about it, and I was like, you do know you can wear a shirt. And he was like, um no, you know, I just, I didn't have time. Uh, I, I'm just doing this right after training. And I go, I think this dude has every excuse possible for just wanting to not wear a shirt.
0: Whoever like, his meal plan services mm-hmm. or his chef at this point should get prime space. They should get to like put a <laughs> body tattoo on him. Something, something that comes off, not an animal. Yeah,
1: yeah. but um, he sends his best as does a few people actually. Uh, a lot of people have been sending their very nice words recently uh, to both of us. And I would say this, though, Kevin. When I do see a London card and I think to myself, I'm happy for Jordan Levitt. I'm happy for Patty to get his attention. I forget at Tom Aspinall. Okay. I, I prefer Tom Tylenol, but okay, cool. It's one of those things where I think the UFC is so pot committed that both you and i realize we're like oh shit they're already busy and we're only halfway through the fucking year so what the fuck do we have left and then when they do need to put something out of their ass they go diaz and chem's come on get we excited all, for we that we all
0: think what do you guys think <laughs> gals people anybody who's in on we, this fight anyone? We, we should bring
1: We should bring this up because we really haven't talked about this. Other shows, lesser shows, have talked about it. But you and I haven't. So I want to get your thoughts on it. Did you notice for the past, I don't know, two, three weeks, there's been a little less Dana White? Seems like a lot less. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: He hasn't been – well, this (laughs) – we're talking about Rocky Three. for fuck's sake. (laughs) This was going to happen eventually. I still can't – get over we were talking about the story of when he got covid and Mm -hmm. he was regaling people with his day Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know i started so i got my infrared sauna where i do a (laughs) soak and a cold plunge in my uh sauna spa downstairs it's like wait what too too comfy too rich now right for this to continue like it's not as fun Because he doesn't get to develop his deeper connections with the fighters. I mean, if you asked him right now to name 10 of the fighters fighting in London that are not on the main card, I would like to see it. He might surprise us all. It would shock me. It's going to happen. Right? We knew ESPN would phase it out. They would use it for what it is, bleed it out. I think you and I both argue, and we've certainly had this talk, while commercially the corporate entities Airing MMA might be joining record success. The fighters certainly are not. Neither is any of the communities that support this. So you're wondering, what's the bubble here? I think we're starting to see it, right? Less Dana White means less getting into a, a genuine media fight with your star, Yeah, which is something ESPN doesn't like. They don't like having to deal with... It's like, oh shit, what do you think he's going to say? It's like, well, he called someone the P word the other day. It's like, out loud at a board meeting? Like, oh yeah, real Boston. So they get it. That's my theory. I've been waiting for this for a long time.
1: Can we maybe put something out there given recent events?
0: He also has a secret family we didn't know about? I'm
1: not going to say he has. I can't prove that, but I'm just saying... Maybe he's so competitive with Vince, a person <laughs> that he stole part of the he, actual business model from. That he's for like, a while, yeah. That he's like, wait, how many girls did you have affairs with? Four. I'm gonna get five. Give me five hoes right now. Like, it makes me wonder when I see this, and I go, hmm. I think Dana might know something. He might know something that the rest of us don't.
0: I will say, from and this gets to Cerrone's departure lately. He was mm, on yes. Terminal List, which is a show where Chris Pratt is a Navy SEAL with a list <laughs> of people to kill. Terminal <laughs> List. I will be. Ta- <laughs> they didn't pay me if you can believe it for that promo code for that promo. Donald Cerrone's in it. Yes, and he has a moment. And I have to tell you, it's not good. (laughs) I feel compelled to mention for someone who's on his side, I worry about the acting chops. This is not a hard thing to succeed in. This is not a place, but it is a place where if you're just overacting even for a minute, it's like, Mm. oh, rough. And uh, yeah, he's like we'll get these mother bluggers and it's just like oh <laughs> hopefully it gets more natural before whatever that shit with gina carano as he's in comes oh, out Man, we will be watching that if we can find this piece of shit without paying for it because i refuse to give the daily wire any of my content money <laughs> and that I... thing will be on youtube six months
1: yeah i can't get my head around any part of that that whole sentence is a fake sentence that you would see in a book and you'd be like i don't yeah Yeah,
0: i actually don't think the show was ever made i think it's all a ploy to just spread fighter propaganda
1: (laughs) so seeing that him and gina carano combine forces i guess makes me happy that somebody gave them money but then sad in the way that the people who are giving the money are dumb and that they have all this free money to give. Because let me tell you, the fact that they called it, was it terror on the prairie? And the joke that we put up was spoiler. The terror is the acting. And I thought to myself, Hmm, is this too? No, it's not. Especially for Donald Cerrone. When he finishes his fight career, yells out, I'm going to be a movie star. And I thought, oh, no. Mm. You know what? Maybe we should see you fight some more. How about a fight coach? How about anything other than that? You know, why won't we have Donald Cerrone joining you on the table? He doesn't want to do that? Oh. Uh You mean to tell me that this dude is actually okay with the amount of downtime they have on movie sets? I don't think so. And how much is the insurance for that man on a movie? These are questions that nobody thinks about this. Is how you can tell I'm in production where they'd be like, anytime you get a movie star, you have to get insurance on them, which basically says don't do dumb shit, which is why the only person who can get away with it is the rock when he's going to do professional wrestling. Cause he goes, that's my base. And if they see me in wrestling, they're probably going to go see a fast and fury. AI. so it works. Donald Cerrone, is somebody who on a weekend might be like, yeah, I broke my jet ski because I was uh, trying to use it as a helicopter and it didn't work for too long. But I got up there for five minutes and you go, who's insuring this man? Oh, wait, it's the Daily Wire people. They don't believe in health care. OK, that's fine. So I guess what I'm telling you, Kev, is when he yelled that out, I was actually more scared than whenever you and I heard he had a fight for the past five years. Because that was a scary time. And I didn't think he could make me more afraid. But when he yelled that he was going to actually pursue acting, I thought, "Ah, you really going to do this? You don't have to do that, man. Come on. I digress.
0: He has to do it. And I, for one, really look forward to the rest of his acting career. (laughs) I think he's got a few good years of stars liking him. Okay. This really felt like a Chris Pratt moment where he's like, I love Cerrone. Yeah, I have a minute, right? I think he's got a good few years. I just worry Timothy Chalamet is going to be like, who? Cal what? No, I don't, he's not in the movie. It's well, let's
1: think about this, though. Is there a possibility we can get him some of the scripts that Matthew McConaughey isn't doing? Because I feel like he'd be inoffensive in a Kate Hudson-esque rom-com. And, you know, uh, Cowboy loses his hat, but... It finds its way to a loving mother of one who's struggling in the city.
0: Maybe if I hadn't seen The Terminal List, it's just it wasn't <laughs> a big scene. I think maybe he needs to be someone's good friend. Yeah, of in course. that movie, like Kate Hudson's cousin <laughs> yeah, that just course. got back from the service, something where we just it like you already because of your character.
1: Right, right. Not the heavy, just. The guy who's next to the heavy. I,
0: you, I, it, if it wasn't in the last possible minutes of the entire show, I'd play more <laughs> out for you. But it's such a spoiler alert. <laughs> he just showed up out of nowhere. There were so many cooler roles. And I was like, wow, we really missed an opportunity. No, we didn't. OK, he sucks. Got it. Oh, we, he'll get better.
1: OK, OK. Let me and just let me like pitch Tim one Kennedy
0: is not an author. I listened to some no. of his book. We're. I'll try and get through the whole thing.
1: Oh, my God. You did try to make it through his book. I'm trying. It's a um, little, if you can believe
0: mm. it, self-aggrandizing. And, uh, well, you know. I'll get no
1: there. shit. <laughs> hey, uh, can I tell you this? And this is uh, deeply personal. Uh, you and I both did the speech, right? Yeah. Okay. So you may recall I was on the Mount SAC speech team, which was a community college. And we were very good. Uh, in terms of winning and very successful. But did you know that two of my friends from that speech team released books this past week? Which two? That would be Rafa Agustin, who was a writer on Jane the Virgin, and Sona Moe Sessian, Conan O'Brien's personal
0: assistant. (laughs) I always forget Sona's. Yeah.
1: Yes, and Sona I've known since grade school. She's the best. I love the shit out of her. I went to her book event this week, and I had just finished uh, listening to Rafa's book on tape or Audible, and it's very good. I highly recommend it. It's called Illegally Yours, about him learning that he was an undocumented immigrant here in the country for many years, and I didn't even know a lot of his story. I knew that uh, he definitely had that as part of his history, but... I didn't know a lot of the stories and they're they're quite good and very relatable. But Sona, she put out a book called the world's worst assistant and it's a great title. Great bit. Love it. And I knew that it might've come from my old speech coach. I just had a feeling. I was like, that sounds like something that she was probably encouraged by her old speech coach to do. And when they asked her, they said, Sona, um, How did this book come to be? And she's like, oh, yeah, my old speech coach, like, suggested I should write a book. And I said, that's a good idea. She even pitched me the type of the book. You should be the world's worst assistant. She's like, that's great. I'll make that. So when I run into my speech coach, who was at the event, some old habits die hard. I see her. I walk up and I go, hey, good to see you. And she goes, Sparza, how are you doing? When's your book coming out? And I was like, don't do that to me. Come on. Like, for fuck's sake. What I really should have said was, when are you giving my book? Hmm? Gave Sona her book. (laughs) If you got one for me, tell me right now. I'll take it. But, oh, my God. So hilarious to within the same week. And just to tell you guys how great things are. Barnes and Nobles suggested those as the two new releases you need to read this week. So very proud of my friends. Please go buy their books. I haven't read Sona's yet, but Sona's the funniest person in the world, so I'm confident it is good. And the appearance was super great. Got to see my old friend, talk to her for a little bit. But uh, yeah, Illegally Yours and World's Worst Assistant. I think those are the first and only two recommendations for the book club here on Verbal Tap.
0: I damn sure I'm not putting Tim's in there yet. So (laughs) check those out and Uh, Again, you know, apologies to DraftKings. We were wrong. Raph, that'll do it for us here in this scorching afternoon. (laughs) I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.
1: Good night and good fight.